everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street, home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobradic, and I'm Amelia Bellobradic. And today we are going to be talking about the top five bucket list items at Walt Disney Ooh, World. Yeah, one of my favorite topics. So these are VIP bucket list items. Okay, I think I'll you keep add. talking about a bucket list, but what? Is a bucket list. Okay, a bucket list. Good question. Because I think you learn something different in school where you talk about filling your bucket. Yeah. Oh, does it mean to make you happy? It does, but that's not where the, the term actually comes. It's a little bit morbid. It there was I forget the origin. There I think it was from a movie in the 60s or 70s. But anyway, it's about kicking the bucket, which is another term for dying. So a bucket list is things to do before you die. Well, <laughs> so, that just took it our turn. It did, but we'll liven it up in this episode. So this is our things to do before you can't do them anymore at Walt Disney World bucket list. So if you're looking for the ultimate bucket list items, these are our top five picks. And I will say these are things that you actually can do. So one of my bucket lists would be to stay in the castle suite, but that's not something you can actually just book on your own. Yeah, unfortunately. We've tried. <laughs> so we will talk about our top five. So let's dive right in. What is our number one? Now, I don't think they're actually in order, but you okay. may. So we're just going to talk about the five in no particular order. Yeah, this, these, the rest of them are in no particular order, but for me, this has to be Number one all of right. all of them. And it is? The Bora Bora Bungalows, or staying at the Bora Bora yes. Bungalows at so the Polynesian. The Bora Bora Bungalows at the Polynesian Village Resort are our favorite single accommodation. And staying there is definitely a bucket list experience, I will say for sure. Yeah, so it's basically like staying in a two-bedroom house. Yeah, on the water. On the water with your own mini pool thing in the backyard and swinging chairs you get like a deck it's yeah it's they're beautiful. they're two bedrooms too too large like a master with an ensuite and a guest yeah. bedroom with a pull down murphy bed they sleep nine i think there's a full laundry room mud room there's yeah. a fairly large kitchen with upscale appliances a huge family room your own deck with your own plunge pool and hanging swinging chairs lots of outdoor space and you are completely in your own space. No neighbors through the walls. There are neighbors, but they're not through the walls. So unlike someone once said to me, yeah, but what about a two or three bedroom grand villa? That's fine, but those are in the main buildings. These are like your yeah. own house. You feel so special when you stay in one of these. There's nothing like it. In fact, we never want to leave. Yeah, and I do have to recommend staying in either one to 10. Yeah. Remember last episode, if you were listening, we talked about our tip to always request a room. So what Amelia is getting at is some people complain that if you stay in the bungalows closer to the ferry that goes to the Magic Kingdom, you hear the ferry horn going off. Now, I sort of like the sounds of Disney personally. That doesn't bother me. But if you request bungalows 1 to 10, something like that, you'll be closer to the Polynesian dock and you also, won't have any of that Also, if you're lazy. Noise. Yeah, and if you're lazy. You're lazy too. Ooh. Ooh, that comment sparked a magic moment. moment. It's time for a magic moment, and it does relate to the bungalows. Which means, in other words, Amelia talks about great things. And there's actually two, two that go with this. So, Oh, yeah, okay. But, so I'll try to tell this story sort of quickly. But we, you check in in the main lobby of the Polynesian, and then you, we, we were staying there first time in the summer, and it was about 100 degrees. It was quite hot. So it's a long yeah. walk. We're ch we, we check in. 
we get our magic bands assigned and we're walking to the bungalow, lugging our luggage through the resort, sweating. And then we get there and what happens? Magic bands don't work. So what you do when things go wrong? Yes. In the last episode, we, we didn't really consider that as a thing go wrong because it happened so much to us. So in this case, I thought, oh man, I got to walk all the way back. So you and your mom waited by the bungalow gate because we could you can't even get in to the bungalow area without the magic yeah. band. They're, so they're very exclusive. So I walk back and they set me up at the front desk again. They apologize. And they're walking back with me. And I said, oh, it's so hot. I hated having to walk back and forth. And then along the way, they were also asking, well, um, you know, do you stay here a lot? And I said, no, it's our first time in the bungalows because we were going to Alani for two oh, weeks. Yeah. And we had all these DVC, Disney Vacation Club points, that we couldn't use. So the bungalows are quite expensive per night, regardless of whether you're using points or cash. Yeah. So we had all this extra money. I said, so we decided to stay in the bungalow to get us the Hawaii feeling without actually staying there. But weren't we originally staying in the bungalow 15, I think? And then they moved us to Bungalow 2? Oh, I think I did request a change. Yeah. As I always do. Because did. it was very far. It was like really long. So You're again, right. I did. I did that one right at the desk. Yeah. And I much recommend Bungalows 1. The smallest number you can get that's available yeah, is what I recommend. Single digits if you can. Yeah. So anyway, so we get all checked in. It's great. We're checking it out. It is just as I described. Your meal is going right to the plunge pool. And we decided, you know what? We're going to blow off our fast passes because we just wanted to hang out in the bungalow and and live life. <laughs> yeah, because one of them was like to a water show and it was raining, so. Yeah, it was the uh, Animal Kingdom show. So yeah. anyway, we're in the bungalow and it's it's at the time when we should have been at the park had we gone by our itinerary, which guest yeah. services knows. So there's the doorbell. The bungalows have their own doorbell chimes yeah. and it's pretty cool. There's a and whole bunch of them. sat there and recorded them all. I recorded them all as ringtones. But anyway, the doorbell rings and we open it and the cast member's there with a whole big basket of stuff and said, oh, sorry, I thought you guys were supposed to be out. And we said, well, we were, but, you know, we love it here so much. We're just going to hang out. And he said, okay, okay, well, go go to the front area or something, like, and just let me let me go in the bedroom. So we go in the bedroom, and basically what happened is, first of all, he said, you know, we wanted to apologize for you being unable to get in. So we put a $75 credit on your room. And I said, wow, that's, you know, I wasn't even complaining. I was just making yeah. making conversation. And the second one was the most surprising of all, the truest magical moment. On the bed uh, in the room Amelia was staying was a large stuffed stitch. Yeah. Some flowers, some like flower hairpins. Hair things, yeah. And two boxes of those Hawaiian host macadamia nut chocolates. We loved those. We loved those. And he said, well, Stitch heard that you couldn't make it to oh, Hawaii. and coffee. And coffee. And yeah, he said, Stitch How heard you that you... the coffee? Stitch heard that you couldn't make it to Hawaii this year, and he felt bad, so he wanted to bring some Hawaii to you. And we were blown away. Wow, we got all... <laughs> Here the we are staying stuffy? in the bungalow. Yeah. Loves me. And it wasn't the teeny little stitch stuffy either. It was a oh, fairly no. it was good like the, It was a fairly the good medium size one. one. Like a yeah. fairly decent size stitch, stitch stuffy. So that was a great magical moment. Quite unexpected. But I think we said once before, we find that, you know, when you're staying in the more upscale uh, Disney resort accommodations, they tend to um, treat you with little surprises more often than yeah. not. And I have one of my favorite memories at all, and it's a Disney memory, is sitting in like the window bench at the Polynesian bungalow with a little stitch staring out of the water. It's 
Yeah, it's a beautiful they have those view nice little well. window benches. That was right in your bedroom too. Yeah, I've always wanted one of those. So number one, staying in a Bora Bora bungalow, yeah. definitely a bucket list item. Do it mm-hmm. if you can. Number two is our one and only dining on oh, this list. Victorian Alberts. Absolutely, dining at Victoria and Alberts in Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa is a bucket list item. It is. Again, most of these are quite pricey, so you're not going to do them that often. But Or all in one trip. I would not recommend <laughs> yeah, it's doing a lot that. To do, although we've done a few of these in one trip. Um, so Victorian Alberts does have an age limit, 10 and over, and it does have a dress code of jacket for men and upscale wear for women. But, yeah, but it is a one-of-a-kind. I think recently it was on one of Forbes' top in either Florida or the U.S. Yeah. List. So it's quite a nice restaurant. And especially for, it's the best thing at Disney. And I think Easy. it's one of the best in Orlando. If not Florida. Florida as well, yeah. Yeah, so it, um, ours was a nine course meal. You don't have to bump yourself up to these chef's table by any means. You're going to have a great experience. But the nine course meal turned out to be a 12 course meal. And they'll contact you ahead of time and go through the menu and find out if there's any differences or things you don't eat or allergies or any of that. And we ended up having three different menus for the three of us. Yeah. But throughout the course of the evening, and then we did the wine pairing and Amelia did the mocktails. Which are very unique. They make them specifically a different uh, mocktail for each course and you always tried them and took nice long yeah sips. and you can tell these things were freshly made in the back and if you added yeah. like a little rum or rye or something to these they would have been amazing i said you should offer these for adults they're delicious so not only for kids i had someone uh contact me on my blog because they were pregnant and i said absolutely the mocktails is a great substitute you know for a yeah. preg- for someone who's pregnant you liked some of them i love them than all the... yeah i like them well i'm not a huge wine fan i did it because mommy likes the wine but uh, I would have rather yeah. had uh, adult mocktails, cocktails, <laughs> I guess they would have been. Yeah. Anyway, so we had nine courses, but throughout the night they said, oh, the chef has added another special course. Oh, and don't fill up on the bread because <laughs> they bring you like, obviously at any restaurant, they bring you a little bit of bread or they bring one for each course. You don't you don't need to fill up because I know you're, you think, oh, these are so small. I'll just, I'll take a bit of bread. No, you don't need to. Yeah. And it's very, very good, the bread, but yeah, you don't fill up on the bread, but um, yeah. yeah, so they came up with a few surprise courses and one of them was a pre-dessert. Oh, I'll just yeah. tell this quick story before we move on. So it was a, looked like cheesecake and they called it a blue cheese cheesecake. But when you actually, and it there was a dessert after it. And when you yeah. tried the blue cheese cheesecake, it was actually blue cheese. Which you love. Which I love. But I mean, I took one bite and then she had to go to the ladies room. Well, I thought, well, the first bite I was like, oh, this is a bit different. I took another bite and then I had to go. So anyway, long story short, she's gone for half an hour and we're a little bit worried where, what's, t- what's going wrong. And then the, one of the bar servers, he said, well, let's go, you know, do you want me to check? And then we said, no, we'll go check. And anyway, Amelia was actually hiding, <laughs> hiding in the bathroom, waiting for them so they would take it away, but they weren't. We were waiting for her. It was still sitting there. So <laughs> we said, you know, it's okay to, if you don't like something, that was okay. So that was a bit funny. And then even after all the desserts, they brought all these chocolates and we had to yeah. take those to go. There was only one they delicious, said. Yeah, but... delicious, handmade. But there was one they said, we can't let this one go because it will spoil. It has to be eaten here. And that's fine. We didn't pick that one. But anyway, all in all, Victorian Alberts, definitely a VIP yeah. must-do bucket list item for Walt Disney World. What All else right. you got on that little list of yours? Number three on the list, also 
happens at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. Oh. And we did it on my 100th Walt Disney World vacation, something I really loved. Do you know what it is? This is the Grand One Yacht. Yes, the taking a, and specifically I will say, do the fireworks cruise on oh, the Grand yes. One Yacht. So if you don't know the Grand One, it is a 52-foot sea ray. You'll see it parked in the marina at the Grand Floridian. And this yacht surprisingly holds 18 people. So on my 100th Walt Disney World vacation, which happened in March of 2019, we had a lot of our family and friends down. So we had 18 people on this boat and we did the fireworks cruise and it's amazing. They they say it's an hour, but they had us out for like an hour 45 easily. Yeah. And you cruise all around. And, you know, it's fun going by the Cascade Cabins at Wilderness yeah. Lodge and they're waving Wave. at you. And my cousin, he was like taking videos of the fireworks from right up close and he posted them on Instagram. Someone's like, where did you get that good? Yeah, where was that angle? Like, where was that angle? Where can I do that? Well, I mean, if you want to go on the Grand One Yacht. Yeah. Easily. It, it was quite cool. And um, Oh, there's bedrooms. Yeah. There, it, well, it's, there. it's a, it's a. Yeah, there's two bedrooms. Yeah. There's a master and a guest. And oh, there's, no, there's three bedrooms. And there's a and there's two bathrooms. And you can you can have food, but I would recommend if you do it, we just did beer, wine, and desserts. And yeah. you you do have to book this thing like dining in advance, especially if you want the fireworks cruise, because there's only one of those per yeah. day. Um and again, it's it's in the thousands when you're done. Uh, and, you know, we tipped the captains at the end. We had two captains. But it was an amazing experience. Definitely a bucket list item to cruise on that uh, Grand One yacht. So I highly recommend that. And they do them throughout the day as well. But really, the, the nighttime one is the most fun. Yeah. All right. Number four is an interesting one. And you didn't, I didn't tell you what this one was. But this is the private VIP tour. Oh, yes. Okay. So Disney has a lot of special tours and we've done the Wild Africa Trek and the Star Wars and there's all those there's all those different tours, but the private VIP tour is the ultimate one of these and it is the one where you basically have a private tour guide. Well, not basically. You, yeah, you have you a private. Yeah, that's right. The plaids, the as plaids, they're known for sure. They're very fancy. You can do these at Disneyland as well and we've done it there yeah. too. Um and but it is uh, the price ranges depending on the time of year. So if it's busy, it can be up to six hundred dollars an hour, and there's a seven hour minimum. So you're into the three, four, five thousand dollars for this thing, for a seven hour yeah. tour. But essentially, what it is is in some ways it's like the ultimate fast pass. So it they is. they will take you wherever you want to go and get you on any ride you want, and they but you go through the fast pass line. Yeah, and what we did was when we did the one in Disneyland, and this was before Galaxy's Edge had opened in Florida, and we got actually got to go on Smuggler's Run with like very quickly, very little line, and then we got up. He's like, "You want to go again?" Yeah, so it, I'm it, like, it, great. It's great, and you know, actually, you reminded me. I'm going to tell a little story related to that. That's just an interesting point. Because one of the things, people get different experiences on this yes. VIP tour, I've I've learned. So there, it really depends on what kind of tour guide you have. Yeah, it's it can be inconsistent, which, which we didn't really like. For example, on that one, we didn't get pins. We had to basically buy the food for our tour guide. So, you know, it was sort of odd in that respect. But... 
the tour guide was very knowledgeable. And one of the things I liked on that Disneyland one, even though we're talking about Disney World, you, you do the same tour there. But this interesting thing, we were talking, because we were at Galaxy's Edge, and he started talking about celebrities. And I said, do celebrities do these VIP tours? And he said, well, there's two types of celebrities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and in Disneyland, you know, there's, there's more because it's near LA. Yeah. You know, they get a lot more sort of uh, high profile celebs through Disneyland than you tend to see at Walt Disney World. And he said, there's the ones who truly are A-list and there's, there's the ones who think they're A-list. Oh. <laughs> and he said, the ones who think they're A-list are the ones who we take through this tour and they basically go do what you're doing. But the ones who are truly A-list, and he listed Ariana Grande and a couple of other people yeah, who have special uh, requests for how they ride each ride. And the one thing that really struck me is we were talking about Smuggler's Run, and he said, well, when certain celebrities of that caliber do this ride, they demand that the entire ride be closed, and then they ride it by themselves, even though there's a whole bunch of different theaters so he said, the bottom line was, so just remember, sometimes when a ride is down and there's no apparent reason, it may not be that it's broken. It yeah. may be that a celebrity is riding the ride, which I, yeah. in all these years, never really heard before and thought that was sort of pretty cool, little yeah. fact. And he said also in Space Mountain, they need like an empty car and then the car in front of them and behind them is empty, which I do get, like you don't want. If they are truly A-list, you don't want like crazy fans. Yeah, I, so there I was do some, understand there that. There were some pretty interesting factoids that we, that you do get from your VIP tour guide. Same at Walt Disney World. Just, you know, you'll you'll find hidden Mickeys you didn't know exist and things like that. So, um, but it is a bucket list item. It's not something you're going to want to kind of spend that money yeah. every single time you're there, I wouldn't think. But it is fun to do. You do feel special in all of these bucket list experiences for yeah, sure. And you do get very, very fun fast passes and a lot of them yeah, as well. Yeah, you can, you know, it's the type of thing, if you're only there for a day or something and you want to see everything, you're definitely going to want to consider yeah. a VIP tour um, because they are good in that for respect. Sure. And now the fifth one that I have on my list is another accommodation. So the, the bungalows are one thing. Um, but there, if you want to do what I would consider to be one of the best possible rooms that you can stay in at Walt Disney World, it is staying in a club level room, theme park view at the Royal yeah. Palm Club at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. And all club level are great. They are, they are different. They, there are a bunch of different club levels. There's even two at the Grand Floridian. Well, we did a whole episode on club level. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to that, be sure to listen to our club level episode. We'll go into more detail. Yeah. But everything is different, but I do think, in my personal opinion, and I believe as well as yours, the Royal Palm Club at the Grand Floridian is definitely one of, well, no, it is my favorite and, in my opinion, the best one there is. Yeah, I would agree. So if you're looking for a real bucket list room experience and you want to stay club level, just go to the theme park view at the Royal Palm Club club level, and that is definitely a bucket list experience. Yeah, I think it's, and I think that there are so many other things that are very fun to do, but they're not necessarily bucket list. And so next week we will be doing another episode. Oh yes, we're going episode. to do sort of a part two. It's like a must-dos, not necessarily like big, very expensive bucket list, but there's going to be three different age groups. We're doing four and under, and then around four to eight, and then nine to 12 age groups. Yeah, because we were talking about bucket lists are one thing, but then I thought it'd be really interesting from Amelia's perspective 
you yeah. know, as a kid, what what are would you consider to be the most important things? Yeah. So if you're planning a vacation, listen in to our next episode because we're going to do our sort of a must-do Disney by age group. Yeah. And these are not like very expensive things. Like for these ones, these are essentially once in a lifetime. Yeah, the bucket lists are, the are just that. Yeah. Because they're very expensive. They're definitely worth it, but they do cost a lot of money. But these ones are just things that are maybe don't cost that much, that much and are maybe not that hard to get into, but they are definitely things you must do to have the best possible Disney vacation out there. Your yeah, children. And, and all these, with the exception of Victoria and Albert's, which which does have an age limit, everything yeah. else on this list is suitable for virtually any age. I mean, you might not want to bring a newborn on the Grand One yacht, but you could certainly bring mm. a five-year-old on the Grand One yacht. Yeah, your you just, kids might be playing in the bunk bed, in the bunk beds, or pretending they're like children in the master bedroom. My cousin, who was on the Grand One yacht, made his whole video pretending it was his yacht. He was like walking around. <laughs> We're going to have him on a future episode too when, yeah. we, when we do golf. But uh, <laughs> yeah, th there's so much fun you can have on that and you feel special in all of these. So how would you rate your top five from Bungalow, Victorian Alberts, Grand One Yacht, Private VIP Tour and Club Level Grand Floridian? What's your, you said your number one is Bungalow? Yeah. And for me, they're they're all definitely amazing. So for me, these come above everything. But if I had to rank them... In number five is a private VIP tour because it's not like a special experience. You do, you just. It's a pretty special Well, experience. yeah, but the thing is you do go on all the rides. Like it's not like a special hidden ride that you can't go on. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't like about it. Yeah. They, you know, they won't even take you to certain places that you'll see on other tours. So it's a bit odd. Yeah. So it's still a great experience, yeah. but that would have to be at the bottom of my list. Next is the Royal Palm Club because it is it's it's a very fun experience, but it's not necessarily once in a lifetime. And also, there's a better room experience on this list. Um, numbers two and three for me. So you started at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. And then numbers two and three. These are pretty much equal for. Me, I do think that I would put Victorian Alberts at number three because there are some, like, there are a bunch of different foods. And if you're a picky eater, you're not going to like it. No, like, but remember, you can, they tell you what's on the menu and you decide what you want or don't want. Well, yeah, but there You are, were just thrown off by that cheesecake, which was one of the surprise yeah. rounds. But there are a lot of, there's like lamb and there's a yeah, bunch of Yeah, but you could have courses. said, no, I didn't for you. So I just want people to know there, you yeah. will get exactly what you like. I left it on the list for you, so that oh. was my fault. Oh, thanks so much. I did not know you did not like lamb. Do you like lamb? I liked that lamb. I'll have okay, to say I a Victorian lamb. I don't like fish either, and I left the fish on, and I loved all the fish dishes. So things I didn't like, that's how good the, the caliber of the food is yeah, there. Like, I don't true. like fish, and I left the two fish dishes on because I'd heard from other diners to do so. And they were right. I yeah. love the fish. No, they were right. I'm not a huge fan of fish, but... But I would agree, agree the you. lamb was my least favorite of all the dishes. Yeah, so if you're a picky eater, you might just not... There's some things like there was caviar. Just if you're very picky, and there, this might be a bit out of your comfort zone, but if, if you're open to trying new things, I definitely recommend it. Well, then I would just say to be... This is actually a good tip, Amelia. You're making yeah. me think of that I didn't. Um, because I didn't consult you. 
So yes, if, if you're you booking, so me. if you're going to book Victorian Alberts and you're the main person booking it, you're the one they're going to phone. So make insult sure your people in the <laughs> party, insult your family members, as I did not. Yes, I just knew mummies, but I didn't really think of you. Mm. <laughs> I just assumed you'd eat anything. <laughs> you assumed wrong. Yeah, so consult your family members so that when you do get that call, and it's about, our, we were actually on site because it's three days before, yes. I think it was three days before the meal. Mm-hmm. I was walking around Disney Springs and my phone rang. So oh, yeah. while these two were clothes shopping, I was chatting with the uh, person who was taking our uh, menu orders for the for Victorian Alberts. So, Would yeah. you rather be sitting in an uncomfortable chair watching us try on outfits? No, I quite enjoyed sitting in the shade and chatting about the meal I was going to have. Yeah. And then number two is the Grand One Yacht. It is, the food is actually very good. Like it is some snacks, but they do make desserts and there's are yeah, good. So, there's like Mickey mini cakes. So similarly, they'll send you, yeah. uh, you're going to have your Grand One Yacht Concierge and they'll send you a menu. They'll ask you, you know, do you want, we just didn't want to deal with hot food because honestly, yeah. you know, you're on there for a short time. You don't want to be sitting around eating hot it food. It depends what time of day. Like we did the fireworks cruise so that yeah. at night. So you want kind of a dessert party kind of thing. Yeah. And they'll, they'll send you a list. So you'll see how much everything costs and they bring it for you yeah. to the boat with and whatever drinks you want. And, and then you also said like dessert and wine and beer, but they also have like Coke and Sprite and you can take it all. Yeah, they do have soda pop and chips. Yeah. Just free that are on there. Yes. And they tell you at the end. Take you it know, with. Take everything because you've paid for it. Take yeah. everything off this boat, <laughs> food-wise. So, I'm just going to let yeah, it bed so out. We had Disney bags. Remember, we had 18 people on there, so we were we had lots of stuff to take yeah. back to our rooms, which was great. It, a super experience. Definitely would do that again. Mm-hmm. And then number one, the Bora Bora bungalows. Self-explanatory. They're amazing. They're beautiful. You do get, like, um, I think... The, the higher level of room, the more magical the moments might be because you weren't paying more, but they do respect you. And you will get a magical moment if, even if you're staying in a regular room, but I just think they Sometimes. get a bit more magical. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk quickly before we wrap this up. There are the Cascade Cabins, and they're building more um, that are the Cascade Cabins at Wilderness Lodge. The reason I do not like those as much as the Bora Bora bungalows is that, first of all, I'm you know, they're... They're not quite over the water. So I love the way the Bora Bora bungles are. I love the view. I like the water. I like the style of the bungalows. Yeah, they do look very Polynesian or Hawaiian-ish. Yeah, well, the inside of the Cascade Cabins are stunning. The outside, to me, just looks like a cheap shed for some reason. I just don't like them. Uh, I don't understand why they designed them that way. They don't even look like cabins. I thought they might have done sort of an upscale Mm -hmm. log cabin look, but whatever. But if you care more about interior, they are very nice in the on the inside. But still, for me, it's heads and tails, uh, bore bore bungalows. If you're going to stay in one of those, they're going to build more reflections. So we'll see. Maybe those yeah. will have that log cabin look. We'll have to wait and see. Um, and I think that's it. So those are yeah. ours. So let, listen, if you have VIP experiences that that we've missed, I think we've done just about everything there is to do at Walt Disney World, but love to hear what your bucket list experiences are. Or if you have any questions about any of the ones we talked about, feel free to contact us. Go to 1923mainstreet.com, get the contact and uh, shoot us a note. We love to hear from you. We love answering questions. If you have a show idea, love to hear that too. And we are on social media at 1923 Main Street. So check us out there. Twitter, Pinterest, 
Instagram, Facebook, we're everywhere. <laughs> so we put lots of show updates there. So please feel free to reach out. So thank you everyone for listening today. We hope you found it interesting. And uh, if you try one of these, let us know what you think. Hope you enjoy it and have yourselves a great day. Bye-bye.